back to the Ticket Water Cooler, brought to you by Wingstop on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This is the Ticket Water Cooler here on 93.7 The Ticket, and we are giving away some Super Bowl squares for the big game party that we're having at Buffalo Wings and Rings at 68th and 0. Game is starts at 5.30. Plenty of prizes. You've got to have Super Bowl squares or be one of the first 100 in the door, and uh, you better get there quick. Don't expect to show up there at 5.30 and be able to get in uh, because uh, it's a big game party. We're going to have a lot of fun there, and uh, there's going to be some people filling it up. So uh, it's time for another chance at a Super Bowl square, which will kind Kind of lead us into a conversation here. How about let's let's do this. What round uh, of the two active roster, which round was uh, most of the players drafted in? Uh, first person to text that in on the Honda of Lincoln, or excuse me, the Sarder Heyman text line, 402-464-5685, uh, will get a Super Bowl square. Remember, if you already have a Super Bowl square, don't play. Don't do that. Don't be that person. Then we're not playing with you, and don't, you know, we're having our own fun. Yeah. And you can have your own fun you can't, you at can't the big join, game party. But. You can't join in the fun. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I, I thought it was interesting. I saw a breakdown of which round these guys were in. Um, and so uh, go ahead and text on in. Still don't have the uh, winning answer yet. So uh, you have a chance at a Super Bowl square and a chance at plenty of prizes if you do get a Super Bowl square. Mm-hmm. Um, so go ahead and text us in there. Uh, not the fourth, as somebody guessed there. Not the third. Not the third. The most round, people. The so the round, round that that Hold most on. players that on the active rosters were drafted in these on these two this, teams. In these two teams, got it. Uh, Bill and Bennett, if you have not won yet, let me double check here real quick. I think he has won a Super Bowl square. Does you he remember, have? One? Do you remember Bill and Bennett winning one yet? I don't know, Bill. You got a you got a Bill, square. You have a Super Bowl square. Be honest. Be honest, Bill. Don't be mm-hmm. that person. Mm-hmm. All right. We're just going to write Bill and Bennett down. Yeah, we're just going to put Bill and Bennett. I trust you, Bill. All right. Bill and Bennett uh, says the second round, which is correct. As we look down the rosters here, this is the breakdown of the Chiefs and Eagles rosters of how many uh, players were drafted in each round on these rosters. Um, Well, Rico, why don't we have you give a guess here on the second? (laughs) Hold on. I'm setting you up here in the wrong way. No, ask the question. Go ahead. You trying to you trying to have me guess how I'm many? To have you guessed the wrong. No, okay. Um, so there's 22 players on these on these uh, on the Eagles and Chiefs that were drafted, drafted. in the second round. Okay. How many do you think were drafted in the first round? In the first round, let's go with seven. Seven. There's 14 first rounders in the uh, in the super in the Super Bowl. I just feel like a lot of rosters are made up of not first rounders. Well, they are, and that's what what's kind of interesting. Remember, there are more undrafted players than are than there are first rounders every year, um, because there's a limit to how many mm-hmm. you can draft yeah. in each round. So there, the, the second most is actually undrafted. Wow, there's 17 undrafted players on the roster, including Jack Stoll, by the way. So look at that. You either want to be drafted in the second round or not drafted at all. That's correct. If to you make want to go the to the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl. obviously. Uh, Third round, uh, 15 players. Uh, First and fourth round tied next there with 14 players. Um, Fifth round, you have eight players. Sixth round, nine. In the seventh round, the lowest at seven. Yeah, seventh rounders don't stick around on active rosters very long. Yeah. Unfortunately. Shout out to Brock Purdy. 
<laughs> That's right. <laughs> and some of them do. Uh, yeah. How about for Nebraska as we break down their four guys in the Super Bowl? Un- unfortunately, um, one is not active. Uh, DiAc- DiCaprio, DiCaprio Boodle is actually on the practice squad. Dang it! So uh, the Chiefs, if you have a rooting interest there, you want to see Boodle out there making some special teams plays. Mm-hmm. Or actually, you know, he got in from time to time. The Eagles have a first rounder, a second not. rounder, and an undrafted. There you go. That's what they have. I know this. Broke it down pretty quickly. I got this. Sue, Sue Jurgens stole. Yep. Just like that. DiCaprio, undrafted also, I believe. Yes. Yeah. But not on the active roster, unfortunately. Whatever. He'll still get a ring if they win. He will. And he's still got his brother here on campus, so that's yes. pretty good. We like the Boodle family. Um, do you? I have. I don't know if I've asked you. Do you have? Are you going to you have a rooting interest? Or you just kind of former Huskers. My wife likes the Chiefs. Likes the Chiefs. That's right. So Therefore, you, I like the. You Chiefs. You have to like the Chiefs. Yes. Yeah, that's right. I don't have to. I do like the. I do like watching the Chiefs. They're very fun. I haven't watched very much Eagles football this year. Yeah. I love Jalen Hurts though. Mm. So there is that, and they do have the most Huskers on the roster in the Super Bowl, obviously. So I don't know. It's going to be hard. I don't know. Actually, no, it's not going to be that hard. I don't like Philadelphia. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. Just the city of Philadelphia and all their sports teams. Just, just in general. Just not a fan. Yeah. Not a fan. Philadelphia fans, just. Who's bleh. your favorite Philadelphia franchise? Well, you you just like, bleh. I mean, you like Villanova now, right? I do. Love Villanova. <laughs> well, there you go. Villanova, you like my co- favorite. College Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yeah, my favorite Philadelphia franchise. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Uh, mine too, actually. The I, Sixers I are garbage. The Eagles are garbage. Phillies? The, uh. Philly's definitely garbage. <laughs> and what the, what is their what is their uh, hockey team? Oh, good question. Flyers. I wanted to say uh, Flyers, but I don't want to sound uh, like an idiot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we'll bo- we both sound like <laughs> idiots for not knowing one way or the other. But um, I believe it's the Flyers. I'm pretty sure. Garbage. It sounds good. All of them are garbage. Flyers sounds good. All of them are garbage. Ah, uh, yeah. They are. Especially the Phillies. <laughs> no, especially I, no, I the that. Phillies. I like. I, you know what? I do. I. I do. I, I've. I've had trouble like getting into the Eagles as much because they already won their Super Bowl. So that was like the big, the big deal, right? Was they hadn't won a Super yeah. Bowl. That's oh, always congrats. a great storyline. Yeah. Congratulations. You got your one. Go away. But now that they have one, you know, you're less excited for them. But I like the the fact that some former Huskers, you know, three former Huskers. That's mm-hmm. quite a bit on a, on a Super Bowl team. Uh, an opportunity here, so I'll, I'll be cheer. I think I'll be cheering for the, the Eagles. I feel like there's one team that if they won the Super Bowl, aside from the losing team, everybody would be happy, and that's the Jags. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, you just, <laughs> just have to be happy. For just them. have some success for once. Everybody yeah. would be happy if yeah. the Jags won a Super Bowl. Even the Texans, but they haven't been. They haven't mm. been hurt as long. Yeah, no. and they've been. Somewhat better at getting the playoffs. Yeah, no. <laughs> not the Texans. Just no. the Jags. Yeah, the Texans, you know, obviously are from Texas. That yeah. also hurts them a little not bit. Not a fan. Yeah. Houston. Blech. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that, that's kind of fun to uh, to kind of see how how it all breaks down. Of course, the, again, the uh, we've got uh, a few more Super Bowl scores to give away, so we'll probably have to figure out how to do that before the show's end. Uh, some other news that I wanted to, to bring up uh, before we get out of here. Uh, Blake Corum was actually at the Michigan basketball game last night. Mm. Of course, they played Nebraska. Actually, the whole Michigan team was out there. Um, he said, you know, it was one of those halftime deals um, where you really celebrate a, a national title contending team. I know Nebraska fans haven't been used to that in, in quite it's some time. It's been a while. We'd like to bring back the old teams yeah. and celebrate them, so you kind of know what it feels like. Uh, but uh, he said, uh, Blake Corp said, we're going to win the national championship and go down in history. That, that's basically all he said um, at, uh, at half court. What do, you, do, you, do you feel okay, like... Okay, buddy. Has Michigan overtaken Ohio State no. still as, as the Big Ten team in your mind? No. It's still Ohio State. 
Two years in a row. I don't care. It's still <laughs> Ohio State. Still feels like an upset. A bit still haven't won a game in the State. playoff. Well, there's that. You made it twice, and you lost both times. Yeah. Probably should have won this last time, but you didn't. Yeah. So, look, sorry about it, Charlie. <laughs> but still, certainly a very good team, especially uh, as we talk about that basketball game. Uh, we don't want to talk too much about it because it hurts. Uh, but Nebraska lost last night, ninety-three to seventy-two. Uh, were you watching too much of the game? Did you I tune watched, out after so, the blowout started? Or? So I watched the first half, and at one point, I thought when they were down like twenty-two, I was like, "Why? Why am I still watching this?" But I kept watching, and then they brought it to almost within nine. Yeah, uh, if the half-court heave would have fallen for Sam Greasel at the buzzer. Um, but they brought it to within 12, and I was like, okay, wait a minute. They actually have a chance here. Um, and then the second half, we didn't watch because we were eating supper and we turned the TV off. <laughs> That's fair enough. <laughs> if it was a I closer kept, game, do you think you would have watched? I had, I had my phone. I had the ESPN, so I was getting like the oh, score yeah, yeah, update yeah. stuff, but I wasn't, I wasn't watching it. Yeah. So I saw it, and then I saw that they were within like 10 with like seven minutes left. And I was like, okay. They've got a chance. This could this could happen. They'll you know get it to within single digits, and then I I opened it up again and I thought and I saw the score and I was like never mind this yeah. this has gone to poop. Well, and I I just wondered because I wonder how many people stayed into it. And again, credit to this Nebraska team for getting back into that game. That's a big uh, hole to put yourself in and dig yourself out. Um, make it at least competitive there mm-hmm. at times. By the end, it wasn't. Obviously, that's that's the problem of burying yourself in a dig in a big hole is that you use all that energy to get just within. Uh, even you know it, it, within ten points or whatever yeah. it was, uh, and then start they running go out on of their gas. own run. Um, but uh, you know, credit to them for for doing that. But I do wonder. Um, you know, I'm not going to go into the what does this mean for Hoiberg. You know, you can do that after every game. I, I always just kind of wonder in that context is like, are you are you keeping the attention? Of Husker fans, or how many mm. Husker fans saw the score at 41 17 or whatever it was and said, yeah. I mean, and you might even have said, yeah, they might make it better than this, but I, they're not going to win. It was – so the most impressive part, if you were – I don't know how many people would still listen to the announcers. I know a lot of people are just like, ah, I mute the announcers. I listen to the radio and watch it or whatever. Mm. Um, when they were up 41-17 to 17 or whatever it was uh, with seven minutes left in the first half, their highest scoring first half this season came against Lipscomb where they scored 48. So Nebraska held them to five points in the final seven minutes of the yeah. first half. Yeah, their defensive pressure turned up. Their offensive, their their offense kind of came alive. They ended up scoring thirty four in the first half. So it was an impressive performance. But like you said, you dug yourself into such a massive hole that I believe they might have used up most of their energy just coming back from from that deficit in the first half. So the second half starts, and they they tried their hardest, but. It's it's you can only go so far with so much energy. Yeah, and I mean you got to be upset. And also, too. when a team is shooting like a hundred percent from behind the <laughs> yeah, arc, yeah, they're hitting everything. <laughs> that was that was part of the frustrating start. And Michigan ended up having season highs, uh, shooting almost fifty eight percent from the field, fifty four percent from the three point line, um, and also shot eleven of 85 percent from uh, the free throw line. Excuse me. So I said fifty four percent from the three point line. Um, and but it was it's kind of weird because if you look at the box score too, like Nebraska had a lot of things that go that went right. I mean, you get blown out. You usually think, well, you're turning the ball over everywhere. Nebraska only had eight turnovers. Of course, the free throws are a problem again. Only nine of seventeen from there, but they continued. They're pretty good three point shooting. Seven of twenty uh, from beyond the arc. Casey uh, um, Tamanaga continues his hot play. Twenty four points, four of eight from beyond the arc. Derek Walker. Uh, Flirting with a triple-double, had 15, a career-high eight assists and seven rebounds. Um, 
absolutely. I mean, there was they there was a long stretch where they just weren't getting any rebounds too, and they mm-hmm. ultimately got d- defeated thirty five twenty three in the rebounding category. So there was there's some problems that there, but the size pro- difference. Yeah, I guess what I'm saying is this could have been a lot more ugly. <laughs> it could have, <laughs> which it- is. It was already really yeah. ugly. I'm looking at the game flow. They were down 41 to 17 with 6:58 left in the first, and held them to six, five points for the rest for that seven minute stretch. That's impressive. You <laughs> wish you could do that the entire game, but yeah, obviously, it didn't happen. Unfortunately, yeah. So you got to bounce back now. Yeah, yeah. Time to bounce back, and and we'll see again. And that's what I kind of thought. Play with Penn Squant- State Wisconsin squad. The Penn State win was was good, and Penn State's a solid team. Um, but you just wonder how many they can put together here down the stretch. Uh, you know, I kind of juxtapose that with, you know, maybe they are kind of putting it together without Bandamel, without Gary. It took some time. I mean, there are things that are going right for this team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as far as total wins, we'll see. I, I think they're still going to have to fight and claw to get a few more. Uh, we'll see. Maybe they get one against Wisconsin, and, and you can kind of change that narrative uh, pretty quickly mm-hmm. uh, back at Pinnacle Bank Arena. First, uh, I don't want to say it, uh, I don't want to say it wrong, but the first, a certain amount of students get uh, free chicken fingers. Hey! So there you go. 300. First chicken 300. fingers. It's yeah. a lot of chicken fingers. Nick knows. He's a student. Are you, well, you can go as a student if you're going to get chicken fingers. The first 300 students get a chicken fingers and chips meal. Oh, that's a lot of chicken fingers. Yeah, there's a lot more. Yeah, a lot more than 300 chicken. It's not like you just get one chicken finger. <laughs> well, no, I, I know that. Well, I gave 300 and you said 300 chicken fingers. No, I said that's a lot of chicken fingers. Whatever you say. Chicken fingers. What's it like in- three to a meal? I would assume, I would assume probably three or four. They need to give fries. Chips don't go with chicken fingers. Yeah, yeah I know. The, plus, unless the, we're the, British, the PBA, <laughs> the PBA French fries, the pub. I think they're called the pub, pub fries. fries. So they're good. really good. They're my favorite. They they're are. my favorite meal at the at PBA. They are. Y'all, I so mean, expensive. And, and the folks out there will know PPB. Yes. Yeah. Whatever. Pub fries. Mm. They're so expensive though. They're like three, three or four bucks. <laughs> That's too much. <laughs> Break it down fry by fry. You get bang for your buck. Nobody breaks it down <laughs> fry by whatever. Get off All the right. mic. All right. That's uh, Nick Sander. He'll join us in studio coming up next for the crossover here on the Ticket Water Cooler, ninety-three-seven. The Ticket. <laughs> 